Hey everybody, welcome to the BA Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. Episode 110, NFL Week 10 Review. Happy Monday. Jake, how's it going? You know, I'm alive, so all you can ask for here in the Bay Area. How about you? I'm doing okay, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mondays, you know, work on Mondays is ass, so. Yeah. Probably my hardest day of work yet. Feels bad, but um, people are going to, hopefully people are going to help me, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but, well, let's get into it. Let's talk about the best team in the Bay Area, and that is. Yep, the San Jose Earthquakes, and we're sad today. You know why are we sad today, James? Sad. Why are we sad today? I don't know. You tell me. Well, we're sad because this is the last installment of Earthquake Minute for the 2020 season. They lost yesterday in heartbreaking fashion in penalty kicks. Um, the score was tied three three. Actually, no. Here's what happened from the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning. Sporting KC scored first, make it one nothing. The Earthquake scored two goals back-to-back. Mark, Mar, Marco Fierro, I think that's his name, and Shea Salinas scored two goals to make it 2-1. Then, Sporting KC scored a goal to make it 2-2. Then, there's nothing else until like the 90th minute. Chris Wondolowski had a chance to bury a game winner, and it got saved by the goalie. Great save. Then, in the 92nd minute, Sporting KC goes down the opposite side of the field and scores make it 3-2, and the season is over. Or so we thought. So we thought. Yep. So in soccer, for those who don't know, for those who do know, uh, there's something called stoppage time after 90 minutes. So that's yes. like for any injuries or yellow cards, stuff like that. So they, whatchamacallit, they have a timer on their watch where they, oh, this is how much time has been stopped. I think it's the... At the end of the yeah. game, they play as many minutes as they recorded, I'm pretty sure. I think it's the um, the guy who does like the substitutions keeps track of it. I'm pretty sure. It's someone on the field who keeps track. Yeah. But I just know that's, that's how it is. For like all the stoppages, they keep count of like how much time it takes, and then they add it on at the end. Yeah. So, 90th minute, there's only supposed to be four minutes of extra time or stoppage time. <laughs> Sporting KC scores, and they take about three minutes celebrating. And so you went so, but that doesn't that doesn't take off time from. No, the game keeps going. The yeah, keep, stoppage time yep. get to, it gets taken up. Yes. Yep. So there's a little bit of controversy saying that. Well, I'll wait to that, actually. So 90th minute, 92nd minute, they score. Earthquakes are down. Only four minutes put in a stoppage time. However, it goes to the 97th minute because of Sword and KC's celebrations and other stuff as well. They celebrated for a while. In the 97th minute, last gasp, last play of the game, the Earthquakes cross it in. Chris Wondolowski, who missed the game winner, Earlier, or the the the, the goal that would have gave him the lead, that was saved. This time, he buries it in the back of the net to make it three three. In the ninety seventh minute, now the controversy so did you know is my the Cal High who was a Cal High uh, principal is the sister of Chris Wondolowski. Fun fact. Interesting. Yeah, fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. So here's where the controversy. Air quotes, if you can call it that. Quote-unquote air quotes. There's supposed to be only four minutes extra time. And you're probably wondering, the 97th minute, that's seven minutes. That's that's more than four minutes. Well, as I said, Sporting KC celebration went on a little bit too long. And so they extended the game. Then the Earthquakes tie it up 3-3, go to extra time. They have a couple chances to score, don't get it done. Go to shootout, 
penalty shots. Sporting KC scores three goals. San Jose misses three goals. And they lose in the penalty shootout, three to nothing, for a total of <coughs> for a score for a score total of three three. Sporting KC advances due to the penalty kicks, three nothing. So they basically won the game four three. But the Earthquakes get a valiant effort. They're the eighth seed. They're the eighth seed. seed. I mean, like you said, a valiant effort coming from the eighth seed, thinking that it would be another. Uh, was it? Warriors versus Mavericks. Mavericks, eighth versus the one. I mean, that would have been fucking awesome. But yeah. they gave a valiant effort, like you said. Yeah, but they lost, and feels bad. Earthquake minutes done for the year. We'll let you know. There's we'll have, we'll let you know if it ever comes back. What a great addition! I mean, Absolutely. I think it will come back. I think it's a great addition. It's gonna come back. Just I don't know when this next season starts. Yeah, exactly. They have to, they took a break as well, but they are one of the first leagues to start up before anyone else. Right, hey. the MLS was. I'm pretty sure. Other than UFC, they're like the the four, like the first major one out of the NBA, NFL, and yeah, yeah. NHL. So, I mean, um, but yeah, uh, great, Earth, great, great segment. We'll have to see you Earthquake Minute. You'll be back. Yep, it will. Yeah, well, let's move on to the second best team in the NFL, and that is the San Francisco 49ers. Excuse me, the San Francisco or the SaberCats. Let's move on to the third best team in the Bay Area, and that is the Santa Clara 49ers, aka the San Francisco 49ers, who won this week against the Bay. Not really. They sent like 20 people to the COVID list. Um, well, obviously, that was during the Bay. They still have a chance to play this coming Sunday against the Rams. Stuff down away to lose. Right? It is Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night gaming. No. It's 105. The game's uh, at 105. Yeah, let's watch Nick Mullins. Um, but yeah, um, we'll talk about them more on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, let's move on to our picks of the week. Um, a little record update from the past uh, prior to this week. I am 43 and 23, and Jake is 41 and 25. I currently hold a two-game lead over Jake. Will it change this week? Well, let's talk about it. Well, I'll talk about the lock of the week first. Um, I took the Steelers over the Jags. Uh, they were minus 10 favorites. I think they covered. I think they scored. It was, the score was 21, 27, to, 27 to 10. So the Steelers did cover. Um, but yeah, um, saw some highlights. Jake Lennon can still, uh, he, can, he can sling the ball for sure. Uh, James Robinson, undrafted. Uh, I think there's a stat. He's like one of five players as a rookie to have already a thousand all-purpose yards and he's the only undrafted player to do so so that's kind of sick um as a rookie to be doing um the Steelers are still good they're still undefeated they are now 10 and 0 on the season oh excuse me they, they won 27 to 3 uh, yeah, they are 10-0 of the season. The Steelers uh, had a 17-point quarter, and then the Jags only scored their, their points in the first, LOL. Um, I think the one thing I saw was a Chase Claypool catch uh, on the right side of the end zone. That was sick. Um, Big Ben did take a beating a little bit this game. I saw him like take a few hits, get up, shake his knees and shit like that. Um, but as of right now, they are still the only undefeated team in the NFL at 10 and 0. They have a short week. They do play the Ravens uh, on Thursday. 
And I think it's bad news for the Ravens. They have a bunch of people on the COVID list all of a sudden. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, back to Chase Claypool. Uh, on the season, he has 39 receptions for 559 yards, eight touchdowns. And he has two rushing touchdowns for a total of 10 touchdowns on the season. And he's kind of what Jalen Hurd was supposed to be. Like in the way they're in the way they're used. This is the way Jalen Hurd would have been used for the Niners if he could stay healthy. Uh, he'll he'll be back next season. However, you can't really count on him much. Um, I think one of the reasons why they didn't draft Chase Claypool because there was rumors that they were interested in Chase Claypool in the draft uh, was because they thought Jalen Hurd was going to be healthy. Uh, so they just went for Ayuk, who's basically who's really good too. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that Ayuk was a bad pick or they should have picked this guy for Ayuk. Ayuk's insane, um, but. Chase Claypool, probably the second best rookie wide receiver this season. Um, Justin Jefferson will be. I think. I think Justin Jefferson is the best one um, this year. Uh, Jerry Judy has been playing pretty well. Uh, I did talk about. Well, do we, do we have the Raiders game as one of our picks? We do. I'll t- I'll talk about J- I'll talk about uh, Henry Ruggs later, but the best two receivers in my eyes in the draft this year was uh, Justin Jefferson and Chase Claypool. And Chase Claypool is going to be a great pro, and the Steelers know how to draft receivers. Moving on. That was a really awkward pause there. I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. But, yeah, I think he's a pretty good receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, me and one of our one of our uh, listeners on the podcast, uh, Nick Gilfield, and we call him GIF, um, we have oh, a bitch. huge debate on who is a better receiver. Uh, in this draft class, among this is how I rank mine. Justin, uh, no, excuse me, fuck. Is Joe Mooney the best receiver according to Gilf? No. Okay, making sure. My list goes: Chase Claypool, Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk. His goes: hmm. Justin Jefferson, Chase Claypool, Jerry Judy. Mm. My. I would go – I'm going Jefferson 1. Claypool a close second, though. Not like it's like a huge talent gap. Then Ayuk for me. That's my 1, 2, 3. Um, so I'm kind of – I kind of agree with both of you in a way. Um, I mean, Justin Jefferson's on pace for what? Like 1,300 yards, 1300 yards receiving yes, this he year? Yes, I mean, he's been insane. I think they, they're both really good uh, wide receivers. I just give it to Claypool because he had that four TD game. Hmm. <clears throat> but he's been more consistent. I think. I, I think you know. I definitely agree with what you're saying. They, it's a very close one and two for sure. Yeah. Um, you could even put Ceedee Lamb up there. I mean, he's had some bad weeks though. He's for sure top five as a as a rookie receiver. Uh, but yeah, Chase Claypool. Again, like you were saying, the Steelers do a really good fucking job of drafting receivers. Dante Johnson, again great so that's a good juju over there um but the thing is one of them is going i mean did they sign juju already to i think he's a free agent after this season they might not resign him so yeah exactly so niners let's say they always let one they always let someone go yeah they did emmanuel sanders emmanuel sanders yeah exactly that's who was i just about to say emmanuel sanders um demarius thomas he was on the broncos Okay, he was in the Broncos. Yeah. 
So Emmanuel Sanders is the one name that comes to mind for sure. Is that they? Oh, and um, Mike Wallace. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. They always let someone go. Yeah. Um, and like you said, they always choose the right guy. I mean, when I think Emmanuel Sanders left, it was Antonio Brown who was going to come up. Yeah. And like how well he did with the Steelers, right? So, um, talent wise, they're they are really good at finding who. It's going to be a really good receiver, and it shows. But, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to our upsets of the week. Jake and I both well, picked the right. my lock um, of the week, actually, was the Chargers over oh, the Jets. Chargers over the Jets is my lock of the week. Chargers won that game. Justin Herbert's the best rookie this season by far, in my opinion. Um, he's going to win rookie of the year. Unfortunately, that unfortunately Joe Burrow um, won't because he's going to be out for – Quite a while, I think. Rest of the season, at least. Um, however, Justin Herberts has been insane this year. Uh, this week against the Jets, it is the Jets, but he's been great all the season anyways. Uh, he had 75.5% completion percentage, 366 yards, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions. On the season, Justin Herbert has a 68% completion percentage, a 104.7 rating, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions, on 2,699 yards. Nice. Um, he's been playing insane this year. Another person who's, playing really, who's played pretty well and has a, who's had a great career so far in the NFL, Keenan Allen. Absolutely. Uh, on the season, he's 81 receptions for 835 yards and six touchdowns, three touchdowns in his last three games. This week against the Jets, he had 16 catches for 145 yards and one TD. He was targeted 19 times and... The Chargers won this game. Um, it wasn't easy, but they won the game. They're now three and something on the year, three and seven, I think. Um, it's time to fire Anthony Lynn. Go hire Joe Brady. Have him work with Justin Herbert. And those who don't know who Joe Brady is, he was offensive coordinator for the LSU Tigers last year, which had Joe Burrow on the team, and he had the greatest season ever. Now. Joe, Joe Brady's in Carolina working with Teddy Bridgewater, who's having one of his who's having his best season of his career. He's I think he's fourth. He was fourth in passing yards coming into this week on um, the season. Thirteen touchdowns and seven interceptions, and he's been playing really well as well. And Joe Brady's just gonna be one of those hot names that people look at. He's kind of like in the mold of Sean McVay, how he's gonna be young, but he's gonna be a head coach. And Joe Brady's gonna be hopefully with the Chargers to work with Justin Herbert and bring him Can't to that they next block level. An interview though. I don't think you can do that anymore. Uh-huh. And plus, they they usually allow you if you're if you're like a coordinator getting interviewed for a head coaching job, they they usually let you do that. I know for the Niners they didn't, but that was because it was for an offensive coordinator job. But Shanahan's thing was that he's he's our passing game coordinator. So the coordinator thing back then, last year at least, I think that rule's gone now, where you can't block anyone for being interviewed. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but last year. They could have blocked him, but it would it would be looked at as a bad. Like, I'm pretty be, sure they blocked him because they didn't. Okay, hold on. The Niners blocked, I think, Mike McDaniel from trying to get an offensive coordinator job, but they okay. said that he was a passing game coordinator, and the coordinator to coordinator, um, is like considered a lateral move. So it's not like a promotion. It's kind of the same. It's kind of a weird way of doing it, but now you can. But now you can't block anyone for any position. 
Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was just about to say, I totally agree. Um, I mean, Anthony Lynn, he's built a great culture there. It's good, but I think it, the change of head needs to happen. Yeah. Um, you had like like you said, you got Joe Burrow rookie contract. He's he's dealing. You, they just locked up Kenny Allen to an extension. That's his guy. They have Mike Wallace. They have Austin Eckler. I mean, he is hurt, but I mean that's the running back of the future for now. Um, that defense needs a, little, needs a little fixing still. Yeah. And that special teams needs to be fixed. I mean, I'll say it now. I mean, this could be a team. Who gets the right head coach, all the right pieces, coaching wise. I really think coaching wise for sure, and defensively as well. Uh, obviously, they still have Melvin Ingram. They have Joey Bosa, but again, that safety position. I mean, Jermaine James is always hurt. If they have those guys back, this could be a for sure playoff team. And Mike Williams on the season has twenty nine receptions for five hundred three yards and four touchdowns, and he's been he was the number six overall pick, I believe, in the twenty seventeen draft. Clemson, yeah, and he's been. He's not the superstar they thought he would be, but he's been a, he's been a really good pro. Uh, he's he a good second compliment for sure in this yeah. offense. Yeah, definitely. Like it's like Keenan Allen's more of the short intermediate stuff. Mike Williams is the long passing jump ball red zone target because he's six four two twenty and he's you know he's been pretty good. Hunter Henry they have two. Uh, Eckler they have to work on the offensive line. Defense yeah. is a big need uh, secondary wise. Uh, although they have a good free safety and. Um, Derwin James? No, the free safety. Um, Nasir Adderley. Adderley, um, yeah. He's pretty good, too. They just have the hope Derwin James stays healthy and probably stays add healthy. Yeah. another younger pass rusher for Melvin Ingram and try to find another corner. But if they do yeah. that and they get the right coaching staff, which Joe Brady would be the best, would be a perfect choice for them, um, this team could be in the playoffs next year. Absolutely. But yeah. Well, let's move on to the upsets then. Sorry. Um, Jake and I did great with our locks and our upsets this week. We both got our, our picks right. I'll start with mine and my upset. Um, probably the my biggest upset I picked this week in that it was the Titans over the Rams, who were uh, minus six-and-a-half-point underdogs. I don't know. The, the Titans did beat the um, the Ravens in the playoffs last, last year to kick them out. They were the number – what? The, the Ravens were the number two seed and number one seed. I can't remember. They were the one seed, and I think – they might have been, because I don't know if they won the division last year, but they might have been like the five, four or five seed. I think the Titans. I think so. Yeah. Right. So I picked them. They fucking won. Uh, one of the main things that happened prior to the game was Malcolm Buller talking shit to John Harbaugh. I think that was really. Oh, uh, uh, well, the Titans were Jim. a three seed last year. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a Jim Harbaugh, right? It's Jim, right? No, John. It's John. John and fucking. In uh, in Baltimore, yeah, uh, the, the the Titans had like their team meeting over the logo, which is always you know some like intimidating to, thing to do when you're the away team, right? Um, and I thought the Titans were gonna get their ass kicked. Um, they were majority of the game. The game went did go into overtime. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, let's look at the stats. He's been good this year. Um, I think he has twenty two touchdowns to four interceptions. Yeah, he went twenty-two for thirty-one, uh, two hundred sixty yards, a TD, two TDs, and a touch and an interception. Um, Derrick Henry was well. He he did well. Um, he did have the game-winning touchdown. He's the best running uh, back in the NFL. 
I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's still the best running back yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, he did great. Uh, the 29 yard uh, run that he had to seal the game, that was awesome to see. Um, Corey Davis is coming. Pause. <laughs> Corey Davis is coming. Uh, a nice piece to the offense now. Um, seven receptions, 113 yards. Uh, AJ Brown was a little bit quiet for the for the game, but he did have four catches, 62 yards, and, and a touchdown, touchdown, a crazy touchdown, yeah. um, touchdown run. That was awesome to see out of him. Back to Corey um, Davis. Uh, his option was declined before this season for his fifth year option, uh, uh, but he's putting it together, and he's been. Yeah, he's put it together in his last season, which I think a lot of, I mean, you see that happen all the time. Last season of their contract, the guys do want to ball out, right, so they can get the second the second contract, get the bag. Um, but, yeah, he's doing a great job. Um, I also wish him well. Um, his brother, right, his brother did pass away uh, so. last week, and then he did still play the game. So. I think he had, like, two touchdowns too, maybe. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think he he played he ball he balled off. He ball, yeah, I have both out. of the receivers on one of my fantasy teams. That guy. So, um, yeah, so that was my game. Um, but yeah, Jake, what was yours? So my pick was the Cowboys over the Vikings. Um, this game wasn't the great most you know well played game ever, but the Cowboys did win in the final minutes. Um, Andy Dalton passed it to Dalton Schultz for a touchdown, uh, yeah. giving the win um, there. Vikings are four and six. The Vikings would have won this game. I think they would have made. I think they would have a shot at making the playoffs. They would have been five and five with an easy schedule coming up. Um, they still may. They still might make the playoffs, but I don't trust Kirk Cousins and the Cowboys. We want the Cowboys to keep winning because they probably we wouldn't. Do. They probably wouldn't draft a quarterback in the first round. But it's better if they're below or it's better if they're below the 49ers when the draft comes up, uh, depending on how the Niners' season ends, of course. But the Niners keep losing, which I think is going to happen. Unfortunately, um, we you want to see the teams like the Texans, um, the Cowboys um, keep winning games, so their picks not as high. Um, but the Texans have the Dol- Dolphins have the Texans pick. But I mean, if the Dolphins pick the Texans pick is like two spots under the Niners, that's a good trade up spot. The Niners have to go up, go up and get a quarterback and go up and get whatever they need there, but. Uh, so Cowboys keep winning, um, and back to yeah the Cowboys. The Cowboys keep winning. Uh, they play this Thursday against the Washington football team. I think whoever wins that game is going to win the division. Believe it or not, um, because the Eagles are trash. Eagles are bad. Giants the are the Giants are a bad football team, but they're not badly coached. No, Joe talk- Judge knows what he's doing. Yeah, we talked about this last week. I think Joe Judge is a really good coach. He says no one. Um, and also, I have to give this guy props. He's been he's been playing pretty well this season. I have to give him props, Blake Martinez. Let's um, go. He's been, he's oh, not he's not you, he is, yeah, he has not been horrible this year. He's actually been he's actually improved in pass coverage. Um, he's been not bad. He's good. Um, he's good. I don't. Tackling, it, you know, what, it might just be this is the right system for him. Tackling machine. It might, it might just be you have to find the right system fit for Blake Martinez, and he might have found it here in the Giants. He's been really good this year. I have to give him credit. Um, but Cowboys race to the football team. Um, the Cowboys are the Cowboys have a shot because they have good skill guys, but their quarterback's kind of meh. Uh, but if he's yeah, he's better than yeah, he just yeah he just got back, so he's better than Danucci, obviously. But if, if he stays healthy, they have a shot at winning this division because Carson Wentz is awful. Um, catch of the year, CD Lamb. This is a debate. Was his catch better than Adam Thielen's? 
Yesterday, Adam Thielen had a one-handed catch toe yeah. tap in the back of the end zone. I thought that was insane. Uh, both catches were great. Um, I think I'm just going to give the edge to C.D. Lamb because the way he had to twist his body, and he's already falling to the ground and catching that ball outstretched. Holy, holy. Yeah, I love when – I love I like Thielen because he had the – first off, he had to catch it one-handed. Secondly, he had to make sure his two feet were in bounds. He was at the end, like the end of the goal line. He made a great catch. Um, I love those catches where they just have a toe tap and hope they can hold on to the ball, and that's what he did. Um, yeah, both superb catches for sure. Yeah. The Cowboys, you know, they're the Cowboys. We'll see what happens next this Thursday. Uh, but that's that for that game. Uh, then the Niners had a bye week. Um, they didn't play this week. However, they almost lost because they had a lot of people injured. Um, or get on the COVID list, I mean. Um, Tack McKinley, I'm not sure if we talked about this last episode, but he got cut. Due to a failed physical, he was now placed. He was now um, claimed by the Raiders uh, a couple days ago, or today actually, a couple today, hours ago. Today. Yeah. And there's a funny thing on Twitter where you can check Tack McKinley's tweets, and he copies and pastes the same tweet every time he gets cut or let go by. Every time he gets let go, it's the same tweet. He just switches the team's names, and it's the same tweet when he gets picked up by a team. He just switches the team names. So he's a good he's good at copy and pasting that, um, but yeah, that's um, the Niners talk. Um, they play this Sunday against the Rams. Talk about it later on in the week. Um, hopefully they keep losing for Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson is insane, and I want him on the team bad. And that's the Niners' bye week. Now game of the week, James. What was the game of the week? Yeah, the game of the week, and it's the actual game of the week, which I did not know before I picked the game. Uh, but it's the Packers versus the Colts. Um, Late game, uh, late game window here. Really good game to watch. I mean, at first it wasn't because the Green Bay Packers were somewhat blowing them out, uh, blowing out the Colts uh, in the game. But the Colts uh, stayed stayed steady. They um, they they rode the ship and they figured it out and they won the game. And like I was saying, the Packers did score twenty one points in the second, making it twenty eight to fourteen uh, before halftime. And after that, the Packers only scored three points in the second half. So this this is a testament to this defense. Um, Defense is really good. Number one defense against the run and against the pass, the Colts' defense is. um, And like how Jake is saying how his Dolphins pick was the one to make it to the playoffs, mine was the Colts. Yeah. Because they're sick. I think – I don't know which – Yours is more impressive, obviously, because what? The, the Dolphins were just dog shit. It was the Dolphins. But again. But the Colts have been the, – the addition of um, – the issue of – almost called it Andrew. The addition of DeForest Buckner has been insane. They might have – Absolutely insane. They might have the defensive rookie of the year and their safety, Julian Blackman, who's just been yes. incredible. Incredible. Um, Darius Leonard's really good. One guy that we did not pick to bring – Defensive rookie of the year, either. No, I didn't even hear. I haven't. I didn't even hear about him until like two weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh my god, this guy's insane." Um, the Colts are really good. Yeah, I just worry about their quarterback and how um, far Philip Rivers can take them. Yeah, for sure, definitely That's the agree. Issue. Um, obviously, there has there. You know, people always say defense wins championships. Um, the Niners had the greatest defense last year, but you know how that happened. And their defense this year is ranked sixth without anyone. <laughs> without anyone, right? Without anyone. But yeah, the Colts defense is really good. Um, the Packers did have a chance to win it. Well, they did tie it. I think they should have won it. They could have had and that. Then, and then it was um, 
How did it play out? I'm trying to fucking think. I know in the fourth quarter, like, they had the ball. The Colts like, had six penalties on six straight running plays, six holdings. Uh, so they had to punt the ball. Packers had the ball at the four. They go all the way down the field, kick a field goal. However, though, I think they screwed up there because they had the ball like the eighth. It's on the in the eighth. They were on the eighth. It was fourth and three. They decided just to kick it. No, the play before that was even worse. Like they waited like they they wasted twenty seconds. They were at the line. It was third down and something. They were close to the goal line. They get the ball down there. They just take as much time as they can. They have a timeout left on their down, ongoing quicker. Seven, down to seven seconds. That's what happened. Yeah, and there, I'm going quicker just to get like even closer. Maybe take a shot to the end zone. And he did. Rogers, to be fair, Rogers did have a wide open target in Robert Tunyon, or Tungan, Tunyon. 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 Yes. That guy. He was wide open in the end zone for a touchdown, kind of like the Kelsey play in the Raider game we'll talk about. Uh, but Rogers was going to his like, was going to his left, and, he, and the guy was going to his right. So if he threw it across his body, across the field, it could have been intercepted. But he was right. wide open there. Um, but they just played that really softly, I think, because uh, they had a shot to get even closer, maybe take a shot in the end zone. Uh, they decided to play it, you know, safe. Then the opening play, or one of the opening plays in overtime, they hand the ball off on like a jet sweep or something, or might have been a, a wide receiver screen, the Marquez Valdez Scantling. He's been pretty good this season, uh, but he fumbled the ball immediately. Colts got it. They drove like a couple yards again in the field goal range. And Rodrigo, oh, no, 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 you're talking about a, a sweep. No, I meant a wide receiver screen. That was the first play, but he didn't fumble it then. I think they might they might have run two screens in a row. I'm getting my plays mixed up. Mar MVS had that big catch for them to get into field goal range. Yeah. That was the end of regulation. And yes, now you're correct. In in overtime, I think there were they were in pretty good position to score too. They were they were like, they were already in Colts territory. They were close. Like yeah, they're like saying. at the forty yeah. something. I think. Yeah, they were like at the forty. I think yeah, you're, like you said, I'm remembering. It. I'm not now. I'm remembering it. Yeah, uh, two screens. The screen. He goes up for like ten yards and then strip. The Forrest Buckner gets the ball and the game is over. Yeah, and they kicked the field goal. Rodrigo Blankenship won the game. Yeah, over them. He's been really that, good. That guy's goaded. Yeah, he's pretty good. He did miss a fifty yarder, but. I don't know what happened there. But he missed it. Yeah, it hit um, the it hit the crossbar. Yeah, in this game, I picked the Packers to win. So close, but yeah, close, so far. really close. Mm-hmm. I mean, I picked them in my second in my late game parlay. I mean, I obviously still picked the Colts beforehand, but didn't really have a lot of faith there. But they still got out the win. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Thursday night football, this game was pretty good. Seahawks versus Cardinals. Um, Cardinals lost that game. We both picked the Cardinals to win. Um, so that was tough there for both of us there. Um, I think the Seahawks are still in first place. Yeah, they are. Um, but the Rams win the night. They're in first right place, now. I think. Let me check it. I think you might be right. They still might be in first place. As of right now, yeah, the Seahawks are still in first place. It goes Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, and then 49ers. Hmm. Yeah, so they won that game. Um, I think 28-21 was the final score. 28-24. Um, oh, okay. So that was a good game there. Then moving on to Sunday Night Football, Raiders versus Chiefs. We both picked the Chiefs to win. 
The Raiders, I thought, had the game won. Then they played the most worst. Like they played the worst defense I've ever seen in a possession ever. It was so, bang, 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 oh bang. Oh my touchdown. god! They were what? They were losing. What was the score before the final? They were time? down thirty-one twenty-seven. The Chiefs were. Yeah. Thirty-one twenty-seven, but the final score was thirty-five thirty-one. Um, then it was probably thirty-one twenty-eight. Thirty-one, okay, yeah, thirty-one twenty-eight, yeah. Um, yeah, like, like last year, the way to beat the Chiefs was to keep the defense, keep the offense off, right? And the, and the Raiders were doing that. Um, they had an early lead, and then it started to become fourteen fourteen. It was kind of a stalemate from there for a little bit. Um, but let me check the scores, or let me check the score, or the uh, the stats. Yeah, Mahomes is great. Hilaire had 69 rushing yards. Nice. Nice. And Derek Carr played his best game I've ever seen him play. Yeah, he played the best game he's had this season, for sure. Um, 23 for 31, 275 yards, three TDs. He did have an interception. Um, Josh Jacobs, 55 yards rushing with a TD. I think they need to beat him a little bit more, to be honest. That's just in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Nelson Aguilar has six TDs of the season or eight TDs of the season. I think it's six. He's been good. He's been like insane. Yeah, he's been good. Um, six catches for eighty-eight yards, a touchdown. Darren Waller also had a catch. Uh, he also had a touchdown on seven targets for seven receptions. So he was pretty efficient uh, catching wise. Um, yeah, I I really thought the Raiders would again beat the Chiefs like they did earlier in the season. Um, definitely again they sh- they they had a chance to win, but again, I did think. They scored a little too fast. Yeah. Right? So when I was watching this game, I was looking at the time. They, when they scored, the Chiefs had like a minute and 38 seconds left. And I was like, hmm, you know what? Too much time. Let me live bet this game. With fake money, you know, because it's not real. Because, you know, betting in California is illegal. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, let me go play. Let me just go ahead and bet this game. And I did. Thinking that, again, I think. They had a not they, they had too much time on the clock, and which they did. And then Jake alluded to it earlier, and a lot of people have said the easiest game winning drive I've ever seen. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. It was bang 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 touchdown. I thought what was going to happen is that they were going to coverage really well, and Pat Mahomes was going to run one in when they were close, but he just threw a touchdown to Travis Kelsey. I thought so he was I thought thing, he was going to run that ball too. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I thought he was going to run it in. Um. But, yeah, he threw that to Travis Kelsey. I think from what I've seen, um, they were in a quarters defense, meaning the defense is cut in fours. The corners have the sidelines, and then safeties have the middle. The, the two safeties have the middle, and uh, the hash is into the middle, right? Something like that. Um, Jonathan Abrahams was the left side safety, uh, the free safety, and when Patrick Mahomes came up into the pocket, that's when he kind of just stood there thinking that he was going to run like I yeah. thought he was going to run. Pat Mahomes, quick-witted, throws it somewhat across his body to the left, uh, towards the left side of the end zone to, to a wide-open Travis Kelsey. The game was over. He was over by like 40 yards. <laughs> yeah. So, really good game to watch. Um, yeah. Best the, game of the, the weekend, I think. Yeah, so... 
the Raiders are now what? They six and are, four. They're six and four. Yeah, they're six and four. They're second in the division. Um, big fan. Uh, Justin Justin Samuel, big fan of the Raiders. He's saying they might have to go five and one to even be considered to be a playoff spot. It's gonna be a little hard. For, I think it's gonna be a little hard for them to make the playoffs this year. Um, but their card did look good. I'll it's a good them, first I'll, step for the Raiders, though. Yeah, I think they did. I think they played really well this game. It's just the defense just absolutely imploded on the last drive, and yeah. you didn't see it. And earlier, we talked about rookie wide receivers. The one guy that's been disappointing, for me at least, has been Henry Ruggs. He only has, I think, 14 catches on the season for about... I have to tweet somewhere. Let me look. Also, follow us on Twitter at... Where's our at? At BA underscore pack... BA underscore... Also, follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. And follow our personal Twitter accounts as well so you get our takes without the BA podcast moniker on it. Um, but I had a tweet talking about, on my personal one, about Henry Ruggs on the season. In um, eight games this year, he has 14 catches for 256 yards. Um, in the game yesterday, he only had one catch for five yards and had a rush for 12 yards. And my question was, what are they doing offensively? Are they running any, you know the plays the Niners do with Debo Samuel? Are they have right. him come across and dead jet pass to him? Are they doing any of that? Is he open? Is he getting double teamed? Is Derek Carr not seeing him? Is the coaching staff not doing a good job of getting him involved in the offense? Because I would have thought that Nelson Aguilar would be having the guy, would be the guy with 14 catches for 256 yards. And Henry Ruggs would be having the Nelson Aguilar type season where he's making big plays every game. Right. So my question, I'm not saying, I don't know if this is like a rugs issue or an offensively, offensive coaching-wise issue or a quarterback issue, but I would like to see Henry Ruggs get the ball and be more involved in the offense. I think so does Justin. Yeah, I saw him tweet about it. I was like, yeah. he said that he needs to get open. The I one like, tweet I saw that, like, it's time to give a bomb to him. Like, throw the ball downfield, give it to Henry Ruggs, one of the fastest receivers out of this rookie class. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, drop a play. I mean, like, come on. Like, I mean, if it's, like, second and one, I mean, most chances are not. Uh, offense will go deep on a short when they have a chance to, right? Yeah. I mean, why not take a chance? It's, you know. But obviously, we're not offensive coordinators. We don't see the game how other people see it, especially these coaches who are in the NFL, right? Yeah. But, like, you say, like, I feel like he should be getting involved more. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's been, like, a bust or anything because I still no. think – We've even seen though, him make big plays. Yeah, even though his stats yeah. aren't great, he's still really good. Like, you can yeah. see that he's not like a Dante Pettis. Like, you're just like, eh, I don't know about this guy. Ruggs, like, yeah, I understand. Well, I don't think he's going to be good. Yeah. He did have, he was hurt a little bit early in that the season. That could be an too, issue, too. So, you know? Yeah. For Raiders fans who are listening to this, I'm not saying Ruggs is bad. I'm just asking the question Is it his, is it a him issue not getting open? Is he getting open and not giving him the ball? Is it Derek Carr not seeing him, not trusting him? What's going on there? Uh, but, I mean, I still think I still think he's gonna be a really good NFL receiver. It's just he's just starting out a little bit slow, and that and it may not be all his fault. But I just don't know. So I'm just asking the question. Yeah. If you do listen to this, and you, and you think you know the answer, let us know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Be nice. But yeah. It is. Know. It is Monday. Um, there is a game going on right now. It's the Rams versus the Bucks. It's the Rams versus the Bucks. Um, I took the Rams this game. 
I think they take the Bucks. Uh, according to him, they are the best team in the NFC. Yep. Um, the Rams, like I said, they are now the second team, uh, second in standings in the NFC West. They do have a shot to make the playoffs. Um, we'll see how that goes for them. Also, the Rams lose, the Niners win next week. They're a game back of the Rams, and they have the tiebreaker over the over the Rams as well. Yeah, to make it to the seventh seed if they wanted to. Yeah. Although so we don't want that because we want Zach Wilson. But yeah, the 49ers still have a chance to make the uh, to make the playoffs, no matter how many people do want them to lose, like Jake, or nope. or you know just have a better draft position. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking we'll talk about it on Wednesday yeah. more though. We'll talk about it on Wednesday yeah. more. Uh, but yeah, the records right now before Monday night, I am five and one on, the, on this week. Jake is four and two. What's the score of the Bucks game? Let's check that out. Uh, the Rams were just in red in the red zone. Uh, the Rams are up oh, seven, seven nothing. Rams. Um, come on, Bucks, make me look good. Fucking Robert Woods. God damn it. Yeah, he's pretty good, huh? He's sneaky so good like, too. That's like the one guy I didn't want to have to score a fucking touchdown. You never but, know about Robert Woods until the end of the season. You look at he looked at his stats. He's like eighty <sighs> catches for a thousand yards. Like. Huh? <laughs> oh my god! When did that happen? I need to win this week, like bad. I'm one and nine, and I lost, and I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I had to win this like I need to win this week, like bad. You know what's funny? I picked up Salvin Ahmed or Ahmed for the, uh, the Dolphins. League? He got injured. Came back. Did though. he? He came back in the game, but he got injured and missed a good amount of the game. He still had like ten points for me. That that that. that, that Calm down. That just goes to show how cursed my fantasy season has been this year. You want to know my roster right now? Honestly, I don't want to look at it. I know I have Kittle out. Kittle out. Mostert out. Garoppolo out. I you don't have Mostert Garoppolo. anymore. You traded him away. And I, yeah, I, I'm differently. I have Mostert. Debo out. Ayuk missed two games. Coleman out. Wilson out. Sucks. But... Yeah, so that's the picks from this game, from this week. However, though, we do have some NFL notes. Um, Joe Burrow, Sally, out for the season, tore, tore his ACL and MCL, I believe, and he had, might have some of the other issues there. However, it might be a blessing in disguise for the Bengals because it now makes it, I think, more of a lock. They're, they're going to draft a Panay Soul, the offensive tackle from Oregon, um, with their first pick in the draft that bolster the offensive line. Um Sewell is one of the best offensive line prospects in the last 30 years. Um, he's going to be an all-pro uh, superstar. Um, he might be like the next. He might be the next Joe Thomas. And if you have a franchise quarterback, you need a franchise left tackle, and they need a tackle, and he's going to be their pick for them. But he's out for the season. Tough way to end his rookie year, but he's been great. Um, and also, Taysom Hill. What a fucking guy, huh? He started his first ever NFL game and didn't look bad. Now he had one bad throw, but he's fast. I was shook on the first two drives. I'll, I'll give him that. I'll, I'll say that before you go. I was really shook. I was like, what the fuck are the Saints doing? Yeah, but yeah, he, go ahead. Then he figured it out, and he played pretty well. Um, somebody said it, not me, but he's the white Lamar Jackson. And I have to admit, kind of is. Not yeah, the greatest went, uh, passers. Let's look at the stats. Uh, 18 for 23, so efficient. Um, 233 yards passing. He did not throw a touchdown, though. Or an interception. No. Two rushing um, touchdowns. He was sacked three times. But, yeah, Taysom Hill, he was the leading rusher on the team. 10 attempts, 51 yards, two TDs. Um, surprisingly, he, he did not throw a ball to himself. LOL. 
another thing is he was listed as a tight end for this this week. So if you had him as a tight end, as your quarter a quarterback as your tight end, you probably had a lot of points scored as your tight end this week. I think twenty four point two in total actually. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, is there anything else we want to talk about? We well, have some news though about Trent Williams. Uh, he tested positive for COVID last week. Uh, he's it might may it might mean that he might not play this Sunday uh, because that, yeah. you know he is a cancer survivor um, and he's in a high risk category. Um, he said he feels fine and expects to be fine in the play. However, the Niners might take it easy and not risk anything. It also might be doing that for Zach Wilson, but um, hopefully Trent Williams feels better. Um, it's been it's been a it's been a weird year uh, for football. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's NFL notes there. Unless you have anything else to add. Um, Carson Wentz sucks. Yeah, he's pretty bad. I also, I do have an issue with 49er Twitter and bloggers from 49er Twitter because they think they know everything, but they don't know anything and I'm tired of them. Also, goes my theory. If you have my theory, 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 I struggle with ths. And I struggle with speaking. If you don't know, but if you don't, now you do. Anyways, Forty Nine er blog boys are just annoying as fuck. Like Al Sacco, nice name, idiot. Anyways, he was like, "Oh, the Niners should have drafted Patrick Mahomes number three overall in twenty seventeen." I'm like, "Yeah, no shit, buddy. You know that now." And the crazy thing was, he said it was a good idea not to draft a quarterback. But now he's like, oh, we should have drafted a quarterback. You can't have it both ways. You pick one side, stick with that side. You can't flip-flop, flip-flop, flip-flop to fit your viewpoint. It's annoying. And for, and also goes to my theory that if you have your – if you're a football fan, and let's say you go by the name Niner Rich, that means you're an asshole. It just automatically – if you go by Raider Rob, Raider Mark – Raider Dan, Niner Willie, like go screw yourself. I'm I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear you speak about Niner Nick, that guy on Twitter too. You fall we follow him on the BA podcast. I almost blocked him just for a tweet he said. Also, if you're the type of fan to send death threats to a fucking player after they fuck up on a play, fuck you. This is alluding to what happened to Mark Marquez Valdez Scanling this week. Yeah, I agree. Okay? Shit happens. All right. I hate Kyle Williams, but I'm going to send that out. He should go kill himself. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Stop. I wouldn't do that either. Um, okay? It's fucked up. Yeah, it is. So. But I can't wait for these I can't wait for these Thursday football games. Oh, I mean, I just woke up. Um, these, these football games would be great. Uh, you know, Texans versus Lions. Washington versus Cowboys. Then I have to watch Lamar Jackson struggle to throw a ball five yards. Great, he should be a running back, not a quarterback. It's tough to win if you're a quarterback. It's tough to win when your quarterback is your running back. It's tough. This guy in a fantasy league said, "I want Mark Andrews." And I was like, "What do you want back?" It's like a running back. <laughs> He's like, "Is that your only need?" It's like I'm one in nine. No, it's not my only need. I have <laughs> many like, needs. Like that. Oh, no, Tell some, me who who asked you. Some five one zero number. Don't do it. 
All right, well, thank you for listening to the BA Podcast. It's your co-host, James, with Jake, episode 110. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, at the BA Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on the SoundCloud app. Also follow us on the Spotify app, and also subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, did about 50 times again in the system. Let Trick and Learn from the being in the industry the last 34 months. We've got a talking podcast worldwide. We take talking 200 podcast sports and recreation. But as you know, we should have started with the BA podcast. We're going to talk 200 podcasts worldwide. We'll give you a high five. That's after today's episode. Next time we see you will be Wednesday, which is my birthday. James? Welcome to Verdonsk. Verdonsk. Bye. Bye.